0: You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 20th day of October. I'm Paul Holden, your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, your team every day. That's what we do at the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Spotify Greenroom is our sponsor today. Remember, you can go check out the app and join in on all the fun on Spotify Greenroom. Go download it now on the iOS store. On today's episode of the Locked on Rockies podcast, we continue our Rockies in review series with a big name of the Rockies, Charlie Blackman. And I have to admit how wrong I have been about the postseason So far, yet again, I talked a little bit about this, but i got to elaborate a little bit further on just how wrong I was about uh, where I thought the playoffs would be at this point coming into the championship series after we had a nice little start to the week with our crossover Locked on Reds. Hope you checked that out and enjoyed it. Lots of fun there with my main man, Jeff Carr from Locked on Reds. But let's start in with today's episode here. Let's review Charlie Blackman's series. This is... Probably the biggest name on the Rockies going into 2021, uh, you know, in terms of the big national perspective. The four time All Star in his 11th season with the club. He finishes with, let's go through his stats this year. Batting average of 270, OBP of 351, slugging of 411, OPS of 761. That is. just about a career low in terms of OPS uh, other than his rookie season and, the, and his sophomore season, uh, it, his third lowest uh, in terms of OPS of a season uh, since he has been with the club since 2011. And he still managed to be in the positive when it comes to offensive wins above replacement at .9, but not the best year for charlie blackman and 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 it's something we it's a big dip that we've seen in batting average this year it's a near uh, 30 it's 33 points lower than he was in 2020 in the shortened season it is uh 44 points lower than his last all-star season in 2019 uh it is his lowest batting average since his rookie year As well, and and we talked a little bit about this in uh, a podcast before with his struggle with the fastball, which is something that he usually succeeded really, really well with. Uh, And maybe let's go, let's revisit that here real quick. Um, uh, It's uh, it's from uh, Purple Row, I know that, but anyway, he struggled. I mean, he just uh, he just wasn't able to recapture the same uh romance the same action that uh, he's had in the past year i don't know why i said romance don't necessarily know if that's the best adjective to use there but uh You kind of have a romantic feeling about uh, Charlie Blackman and his role that he's played with the Rockies, and you kind of have to take a real harsh look at some of the stuff with Charlie Blackman, and and we'll get more into, I think, where the deeper dives of the criticism of Charlie Blackman, the big things we need to watch out for, and things that that Charlie has just continued to struggle with here for, for a long time. Uh, and that's honestly just spoiler. We're going to dive into his defense a little bit later on, but let's let's go back here. The role that Charlie Blackman will play moving forward here, purpleroad.com. This is from September uh, 13th, so right heading into the final stretch of the season. So obviously these numbers have probably changed a little bit more, but again, we need to dive into because this is something that we need to uh, discuss again, especially when we're reviewing Charlie Blackman because offense is going to be the cornerstone of Charlie Blackman's game moving forward and, and whatever role that he plays with the Rockies going forward it is going to be something that's offensively focused he's going to be the team's DH hopefully if that is if that is implemented. In the National League, the Rockies need to get better on defense in the outfield. But let's start. Let's let's not dive in too much into that yet. And let's t- let's again, Darren Gonzalez here on PurpleRow.com from earlier in September. It's unquestionably been a down year for one of the faces of the Rockies franchise. Charlie Blackman has seen nearly all his numbers drop to career lows in a full season. What's been most notable and pointed out by Mario DeJens about a month ago, and this again is in mid-September, was his drop in power. The 35-year-old is slugging a career low. 411, which is 13 home runs on the year, six of them coming in the last 30 days. Remember, again, this is from mid September, with less than three weeks remaining. More specifically, however, it's been Charlie's inability to hit fastballs from right handed pitchers that has hurt his game. For his entire career, Charlie's been a plus 300 hitter on any fastball from either right handed or left handed pitchers. Against righties, it's a pitch that he's typically hit most of his home runs. And uh, let's take a look here. At, they have a nice uh, little chart here for. Uh, Charlie Blackman uh, against fastballs from right-handed pitching uh, from mid-September. In uh, 169 at-bats in the year 2021 up until September 13th, uh, Charlie Blackman has 43 hits and two home runs for a batting average of .254. In 76 at-bats in 2020, shortened season, 23 hits, two home runs, .303 average. 2019, 197 at-bats, 70 hits, 11 home runs, .355 batting average. 2018, 219 at-bats. 64 hits, 11 home runs. The big big kicker here, double digit home runs on fastballs from right-handed pitchers from 2016 up to 2019. 2020 obviously a little bit of the exception, kind of the weird year there you're not looking too much again into what that is saying, but he's still in that shortened season still when he has those 76 at-bats keeps the batting average above 300. This is a serious dip in uh, his his ability to hit the fastball, uh, that's something again. And Darren goes on to to elaborate on this in the piece uh, about a historically good fastball hitter. Uh, it, it's not a good sign. Like again, Darren says that he's he's was still pretty good against left handies on the fast on the fastball, but still with hitting being so hard and fastball is only getting harder and harder to hit. This has got to be something Charlie has to look for in the offseason. He's got to get back to being. Uh, the elite fastball hitter he's got to be he's got to drive and see if he can get that power back i don't know if it comes through a swing adjustment or 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 what but still double digit home runs for blackman this year that's great but again charlie blackman was hitting 32 home runs in 2019 29 home runs in 2018 37 in 2017 29 in 2016 i mean this is a if this Maybe Charlie, again, just as an example of of the weirdness of last year and getting into it and all the stuff that, uh, you know, he's happened in his personal life in terms of becoming a dad. Maybe that just kind of wears on him a little bit. But he's also 35. This is also I think we need to understand and realize that, you know, this is the final stage of Charlie Blackman's career. And it's been a good one. I mean, Charlie Blackman has been incredible. I mean, Charlie Blackman has been a a key piece to this Rockies team, and now he is the the, the piece that's going to be the glue, the one that he's going to be the mentor. He's going to be the, the good clubhouse presence, the one that embodies being a Rocky, the guy that can teach you what it's all about to be a baseball player in Colorado. And he's a great role model to have. I mean, there's a reason why. Chuck Nasty is the friend of, of all the big name players. And he can, you know, Nolan and Charlie are, are good buddies. Trevor and Charlie. I mean, they're, they're all great buddies and they'll continue to be good buddies, especially going forward because the Rockies do have a way of developing, I think, good, strong clubhouses with players that do really like each other. Yeah, and 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 I think Charlie Blackman is at the at the forefront of that. He is someone that uh, you 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 look to that's going to be this mentor for any young player that comes up, especially any young player that comes up uh, to play the outfield and uh, anybody that might come into into Colorado and, and and be a new face through free agency or trade or or whatever it may be. He's going to be the guy that's going to be that presence in the locker room that that they look for for a a leader and you know honestly it's a it's he deserves to be celebrated throughout the rest of his career as a, as a rocky because I again I think he will finish his career in purple unless they can I, I just don't see much of of a big trade that would happen with Charlie if uh, uh he would go somewhere that doesn't have the DH but we need to talk more about the the real tough part of, of Charlie Blackman's game. One the thing that you have to be considerate of as a Rockies fan uh, when you're looking, for, uh, looking at Charlie Blackman from the competitive standpoint. But first, this episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Spotify Greenroom is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team, or sport ios locked on rockies rooms once a week and you can join in on the conversation you listen to here every day green room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league you'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and, of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You'll have a chance to chat with me and even have a chance to be featured on the Lockdown Rockies podcast through our Green Room conversations. Be sure to join me this Saturday. while I'll be hosting a weekend show in the afternoon. Go and download the free Green Room app now, currently available. On all iOS devices, be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest league updates. Follow me at Locked On Rockies to be notified when my room goes live. No, you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live on Saturday this weekend around noon, I believe. I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Rockies. See you there. Green Room changing the way we talk sports. So Charlie Blackman is our Rocky in review today, and we talked about his offense, and, and it was a down year from, for him on offense, but he still was able to at least produce some some uh, contributing numbers, stay positive in terms of wins above replacement. And again, he's someone that you can count on. He is someone that you want to have confidence in as a bat in your lineup, even though we are starting to see what is the end of Charlie Blackman's career. I got really distracted. I love my dog to death, but I... Just, just so much dog hair all the time it's all over my stuff anyway uh his defense this is the big big issue with charlie blackman and the future uh his defense is just flat out not good he's just not a good defender he's never been a good defender he's only had a positive uh he's only had a handful of positive defensive wins above replacement years uh once in 2012 when it was a uh, 0.4 and once in 2016, when it was .2, funny enough, uh, when he was an all-star, he had a uh, you know negative uh, negative defensive wins above replacement. With uh, in 2018, being uh, a career low in negative 2.5, he finishes negative .9 this year. And it's again, it's just a trend uh, that 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 you just don't need. You can't have bad defense in, in the outfield in, in in Colorado. You just simply simply can't. It, it, it's it it that's it's it's something that has been obvious for, for uh Charlie Blackman in, in, in a long time. It it's just something that uh He's never really been able to to get right or succeed. He's never been able to to me he's never really looked fully comfortable in right field. I, I, I know that's where he's always played. That's where the that he's had the most success. He's made some good plays, he's got some diving stops, the mullet flows, all that all that stuff. He's a big strong guy. But I just feel like he's never looked fully comfortable there. He did have uh, on this season, well, a couple of errors from him as well. Uh, But it's just something you want more from. It's just something you've been desperately seeking more from. And, And if Charlie Blackman is going to it's going to decrease as a as a as a batter, as a as a offensive player that's that is bad bad news for him because his defense really just doesn't give you enough that justifies him that justifies him being in the lineup if he's not going to give you the offensive production when you can kind of see what you can do where you can go after this is a situation again where i think the rockies would benefit highly from The DH. This is where I think the Rockies would really uh, shine with a Nick Castellanos type of trade, where you can have him and you know you can have him in right. You can uh, put Charlie Blackman as the DH. You can kind of alternate them uh, if you would like. It's something the Rockies need to look for and and embrace, and it's something they might be able to, uh, you know, might might be able to to kind of move around with if if they do end up uh, taking the option on on uh, the. On Raimel Tapia, you figure out what you want to do with with the other kind of pieces of the outfield that that, that you've seen a little bit. But for me, I, I I think the best steps moving forward for for both Charlie Blackman and the Rockies for Charlie to be able to contribute the best to the team is to go out and get another right fielder and to hope if especially if the DH is the thing. I, I guess I keep counting on that, but there hasn't been anything set in stone about that DH thing. It's just such a big key part. Of the future of Charlie Blackman, and it's something you you really need to monitor because the Rockies are in a much better spot. I think if Charlie can just focus in on on hitting and 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 helping out, you know, being uh being uh, playing some outfield every now and then just to give some people some breaks, just because he's familiar, just because he can help out there still too, that's good. But I think if that body can not be running around in the outfield, not deal with being the everyday right fielder instead of being an everyday DH where he can kind of be fit, er, er, prepped. And, and ready to go for, for just hitting, that's where I think Charlie Blackman would, would, would be a better benefit to the team. If he can really just make his focus and approach on his offense and you don't have to worry about him being a defensive liability in the outfield, you just get the good bonus of, of the Charlie Blackman bat, you, that's that is good. That is good strategy, especially if you do something like bring in an outfielder, a power bat outfielder, to go alongside with Charlie Blackman, so you can get better defense, still keep better offense, and build with Char- and keep Charlie Blackman's bat and uh, and ability and hitting abilities in the lineup because he, you know, obviously with, with how much Charlie's gave with how much we've seen Charlie shine in the past, he could still break, you know, he still could swing the bat a little bit better. I, I think that pandemic shortened season and the weird off season and all that stuff kind of fatigued a lot of players. And I think the Rockies showed a lot of that, uh, lack of, of, I think they were fatigued, I think, because they didn't have the momentum and the energy of a postseason push to kind of help them. They got to the end of the season where things might have just kind of gotten a little, uh, uh, you know, it's a long, long year, and especially coming off a, a short year into an offseason and it's so much uncertainty. I think, it, again, really letting Charlie Blackburn get back into his groove on offense is is key, is paramount for the Rockies, and and it's key to their success. So why not? Skip the hassle if you can of, of worrying about Charlie Blackman's defense and, and making sure that uh, you're not sacrificing certain players and certain playing time for some of the, the outfielders you want more time and more looks at and, and have better defensive capabilities than Charlie Blackman. But keep his veteran presence and bat in the lineup that that that's just huge i i and if i i don't know if i was in charlie blackman's shoes i would want to be a dh more than 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 play right field but i mean he's also an athlete he keeps himself in great shape he stays healthy he played in a ton of games this year still i mean he, he wasn't he wasn't out of of the lineup uh, for for any health reasons this year he plays in 152 game or 150 games this year uh so he's clearly got plenty left in terms of, of of ability to stay healthy and taking great care of himself so he can still be the uh the player but you're getting paid 21 million dollars a year uh 5 right now so you got to you got to step up a little bit more and you got to be able to to uh produce and 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 help your, yourself be a a the caliber of player that that Charlie Blackman can be historically been a great player this year just not so much not his best year uh really in terms of offense and definitely obviously now his defense but not his worst year on defense so I'm not going to hold that too much against him but Charlie Blackman's future looks a lot brighter with the DH but uh if I would like I said still if I was to review Charlie Blackman I think I'd put him kind of in that two and a half out of five three range he, he he really he he wasn't horrible he wasn't bad he he just it, it just in terms of what I'm looking for from Charlie Blackman that's an underperforming year uh this year and I think he he would agree and I think he'd, he was hoping to bring a lot more to the table for the Rockies here uh going forward I just uh think that we we, we needed more from uh the man the the the, the guy chuck nasty uh, a beloved uh, he, i love me some charlie blackman I'm, I'm not suggesting that he needs to be ready to be sitting out and, and the rockies need to, to really take away his playing time they just need to be more creative with him and i think the the, the dh is going to be his best bet Folks, I got to tell you about how wrong I have been about the postseason, the championship series so far. But first, I got to tell you about the best tasting protein bar ever. And did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There is something for everyone. There's the coconut the Cherry barcia, the Mint Brownie, the Raspberry, of course, the Double Chocolate, the Salted Caramel, the Strawberry, the Orange, the Cookies and Cream, and the German Chocolate. My favorite flavor, Fitzgott Chocolate. I love it. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box. where you get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bilt Bar flavors the best tasting, they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy order today and get the grasshopper or the raspberry, whatever you like, you can go check out built.com and use the promo code lock 15. That is lock 15 for 15% off your order at built.com use promo code lock 15 for 15% off at built.com lock 15 for 15% off at built.com the best tasting protein bar ever. And before we dive into our conversation about the, championship series why not make sure that you are getting in on all the sports betting action at bet online they're back and better than ever a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props odds and lines than ever before bet online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season don't forget you can still place your bets on baseball action too there at bet online head to the new updated desktop or mobile site to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, all you got to do is use promo code Locked On to receive that that. Bonus, that bonus, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKED ON when you sign up at Bet Online. From baseball, basketball, football, baseball, <laughs> postseason, twice in there, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Check out that new site, those new interfaces, all the new props, odds, and lines at Bet Online where the game starts. Folks, I was just so wrong about the championship series. I did not think that the Red Sox or the Braves really had much of a chance. I I thought – I just completely undervalued or under the offenses of these two teams. I saw that the Red Sox, you know, it was just, for me, I am I was such a momentum guy. But now at this point, with the Red Sox, especially going into the end of the year, and I, I just figured the Braves are going up against the Dodgers. The Dodgers is a much better team. The Rockies played really well against the NL East this year, so the, the Dodgers obviously need to, but that it, it shows how crazy, how impactful, how fun – MLB playoffs can be because it is just one every game counts every pitch matters everything and I know that's the same for every sport but baseball it's so long and there's so much between every pitch every pitch is agony during the postseason when you're watching whether it be you know and the anticipation for a pitch you're down you're up all this stuff the 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 dramatics of playoff baseball have been great, and man, the 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 Red Sox and the Braves have have shown that they were not here on and by any accident. That these were teams ready to ball and teams that are ready to f- make sure that they are fighting for the for their postseason. I mean, the Red Sox just absolutely clobbering Astros starting pitching. I mean, they are just all. Over them, multiple grand slams, multiple 10-run games in the postseason alone. I mean, if you can be scoring, if you're scoring 10 runs in the playoffs in baseball, that is crazy. I mean, that is, that, those are insane numbers. Uh, the Rockies are not, the, I, I wish uh, that the Red Sox offense is putting up there, especially when they get there at Fenway and they can take advantage of things. But the, the Astros, really, really good going to continue to be a typhoon, but the Braves those that's the one that 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 interests me the most I mean you have all the it, it, it again shows this you can assemble the dream team you can bring all this talent you can spend all the money but you still got to go play and you still got to deal with the game of baseball and it's not always kind and, and, and that's on prime display it's small it, it's not just small ball but it's the definition these series of hitting the ball hard, putting it in play, and, and that's how you walk off the Dodgers in one of the games. And that's how you know you're not just solely relying on that long ball, the big hits. I know there's been a lot of big home runs in the series as well, but again, it, it just shows. Every pitch counts. Everything is so important. And there's just so many variables, factors, and things that go on during a baseball game that just make it crazy. So I got to tip my hat to the Red Sox and the Braves for, for, for performing a lot better than I was giving them credit for. And it's, it's made for some exciting playoff baseball, and it's made for, for an exciting postseason. It's been a lot of good postseason baseball this year. One day we'll be watching it with a lot more fun when the boys in purple are back in there. But, folks, that is going to do it for today's episode of the Locked On Rockies podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us and for checking us out. We are free and streaming on all your favorite streaming services. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Make your second listen, Locked On MLB Sully. He's going to be breaking down all the playoffs all postseason long, and he's going to give you some unique looks from around the majors as well. And. Let's give a shout-out to all of our great, great Colorado sports on the Locked On Podcast Network, Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, and tipping off tonight, Locked On Nuggets. Big, big season ahead for the Denver Nuggets. Can't wait to watch and follow along with Locked On Nuggets. But, folks, thank you all so much for joining us. Follow us on Twitter at LORockies. You can follow me at PaulHolden33. And until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.